Oh, you look just like my ex. Hey, you up? DTF. Um, kind of out of your league, but thanks for the swipe. No thanks, ugly. I wasn't interested anyway. Where are you? You up? Thanks for the swipe. Whatever. Um, height mate, please. I'm kind of out of your league, but... Dating up disasters. Welcome to another episode of Dating App Disasters. Y'all know who it is. The real deal. Feel the thrill. What's up, Rach? You know, you had some theme music today just now. Well, could you hear it, guys? I don't know. This guy, our guest thinks he's real fucking funny today and played a Joan Jett song. Is that what that was? That was Lita Ford, but I'm glad you care about music. (laughs) Hi, everybody. I don't even need the introduction. Rachel looks so 80s, and we've been, Phil, the lovely Phil who's dressed in a robe. The lovely Phil. I love him. Come on, baby. Rick Flair. This is my boy. Um, We've been teasing Rachel about looking 80s, and we're actually... Giving love. It was like, she looks cool, looks very Joan Jettish, looks like Booth from Teen Wolf. I'm older than your <laughs> listeners, whatever. And then, and she's wearing a Care Bear shirt. And then right before she presses play, she rolls the sleeves of her, them. cuffs her shirt. That's actually very more trendy. 80s? Looking like a warrior. Yeah, yeah please. Yeah, yeah. You and the 22-year-olds <laughs> in the same room. Warrior, run. good. I'm going to off both of you after uh, this episode. Oh, I like that energy, Rach. <laughs> What's going on? Oh, man. It's a pleasure. I've been gone, man. I've been on the road, so I'm happy to be back at the crib, back to Space Mountain. Space Mountain. Yeah, that's what this place is. That's Oldest ride, longest it. line. Yeah. Oh, he already knows. <laughs> I love it when a plan comes together. We're just doing all 80s references. We're yeah. going 18. Fuck all these motherfuckers. What's up, people? Is this podcast big enough where I get a gift? Is there a bag with a Rubik's no, Cube in it? absolutely uh, not. You stepped all over the joke, Rachel. I'm glad oh. you worked in comedy 16 years. We actually give and out slinkies. Stepping over God. Yes, probably, where is my fucking pet rock? Wow. Rachel well, I, knows exactly what you're talking about. She was born in your area. I just, I'm, I'm really confused as to why it all came about to be my wardrobe today when we have this over here. What's wrong with what I'm wearing? This is my home. Rage. This is how I dress in my home. Rage. He we, rolls out of bed and we do the podcast. But I get here. I don't I live here. I'm just saying. Well, it looks like you <laughs> also rolled off the couch. So. Rage, I wasn't starting rumors and innuendos. Jesus Christ. You know, look, just so I, I get how, pe- how podcasts work. People show First up there all, at people's houses. You always had a little 80s swag when you dressed, but it wasn't until you got the haircut, Deb, that we really started to highlight. <laughs> it's a great haircut. <laughs> you know I think what it's mean? delightful. Yeah, it's business in the it front, was... party in the back. Okay, first of all. <laughs> I think you make it work, Rachel. And I, I think you, just like everything else in your life, now, you make it work. Now, do I have to return my bowling shoes at the end of the night? Or... <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You know, I thought you had gotten out all the jokes. I, did, the I thought I weeks. did, too. But somehow, I just keep reloading. Do the we bullets need to just... kick this guy out? I don't know. <laughs> if you do, it will slow down you getting to your job at the mall and serving orange juices. <laughs> She does like an extra from Stranger Things. <laughs> or are you moonlighting a hot dog on a stick? Oh God. God, man. Went to a party Says last Saturday night. Talking to the two fugaze balls that I, have none. I love when people try to tease bald guys um, about being bald. Um, some of us shave our heads and make it work and do our, I've had girls I've slept with be like, eh, baldy. I'm like, you're the one fucking the bald guy. Right. Like you're, Whoa, you're basically using yourself. Wait, they're talking shit while they're stroking. I have about had, your well, hair? not while stroke, but like I've had girls I go out with, like, hey, bald, blah, blah, trying to like, like, oh, uh, was that? Cute. But that's their and it's come like, on. well, you're hooking up with me. Like, yeah. shut up, stupid. Yeah, yeah. They think they think they're, they're oh, I, but I have, they think yeah. they're flirting though. You know, yeah. some there's women who have no game, just like there are men who have Horrible. no game. 
Horrible. Oh, zero. I, I already zero know. And your crush is gonna be back in a few weeks. Okay. I know. Wow. I know. I already know. I already know. I can't. You know, wait. it's not a real crush. She just like she got starstruck by somebody who's not famous. He's not even starstruck. Yeah, star. I know. But you literally you reacted the same way I'll probably re- react if I met LeBron James. That's not true. Who yeah. is this fella? That's not true. I'm not. We're not talking about that. But it was not awesome. even like Tell a real Kyrie crush. Irving. I just thought he was Tell cute. Me it's Kyrie Irving. No, you Kyrie Irving. So you can hit him with a goddamn vaccine and oh. get this all over with. <laughs> oh, Rachie B. <laughs> Beefy, oh. what you been up to, man? So, because we we're always talking to our guests about dating, and so I just want to know: Are you open to find love? Because some of our f- are we listeners, do, are we doing this right? Well, now? some of our listeners have actually <laughs> been hitting me up like, "What's the deal with Rachel?" And I'm like, "Rachel is a lunatic." <laughs> Get out while the fuck you can. And yet, they keep coming for you. So I am I said, you know what? They I say guys tell, like crazy girls, right? Oh, they, well, they say they have the best sex, but I tell them there's always an exception every rule. <laughs> Listen, I'm not, you, okay, there are people that I have been with that could say I am probably the worst, and then there are people, <laughs> right? You. No, I swear, on everything. The worst? There, yeah. On or, everything or, or just in not bed? The everything? Worst, not the worst, but not the best, for sure. And then there are a smidge of a few that could be like, nah, she's the best. Is this in bed I, or in life? Like as a girlfriend? She's are talking about, because are we sticking I, with the when crazy? I, when I'm into the guy, I give a lot. I give a lot. I can absolutely see that. You break down that fucking wall and you, the whole city's there for you. But I mean, but quite did, the chisel you must have. Yes. And, and also, <laughs> why? And it's going to get worse. And while you're trying to break the wall, she's got... Uh, cement and more bricks. Yeah, just trying to put on that mortar. She's just trying tar to, yes. falling as you're chiseling. There's tar falling down this because she will not let. It, I'm telling you. And but if you can get through it, you probably need a jackhammer. But, yeah, and I'm yeah, talking yeah. about you're gonna be there for a while. Yeah. But if you ever break through, I think there's might be you've gotten a through heart the Emerald City. On yeah. The inside. Yeah. She's secretly a very sweet person. Yeah. Sometimes, right? and I see like glimpses of that sometimes at the club, and I, I'm like, don't there's do glimpses. That. Yeah. But do you realize that? When I said it, she didn't want to make eye contact, and she's looking at you with disdain because yeah. she knows that we're close to breaking it down. No, and she's going to cry. Know why she's going to cry. You're telling people this, like I am not. Is it going to hurt you? Yes. What do you think? Are, are you basking in the riches of being miserable? <laughs> don't don't fuck with my brand, man. Like like you're like you're selling misery soap and shit. <laughs> oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, let's see how that goes. <laughs> oh, soap that stresses you out. I just realized there's a Space Mountain fucking poster. You just put that up. Yeah. I mean, I enjoy Phil. May I touch this? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, your muscle's good, too. Good right. for you. Oh, where good are we going? Yeah. <laughs> Rachel. <laughs> I mean, hey, he touched you different than the last person that kept, you know. Well, last person. Well, sometimes some of our guests. Get are, a little handsy. Know, yeah, they get handsy on you? Well, Are you going to hashtag them? No, no, because I ain't like that because I check them on air, you know. But, you oh, know, good. listen, I have no problem with that community, but don't start just, oh, oh my okay. God. I'm like, okay. that's enough. All right, well, I can but, probably figure out who it is. Oh, of course. Yeah, I can figure a lot of things yeah, out. It's, yeah, it's, it's always a good time, though. They're good people. They just always get fuck with me, you know. But here's the thing. That, these situations have single-handedly stopped me from catcalling, which I used to be well, That's thing. good. I used to catcall all the time. And the thing is, catcalling is cool when you're sexy. You know what I mean? So I've never really had a problem, but I get why women don't like it. Because if you're unattractive, it is very like, oh, stop off, talking It's off-putting. Right. Can we un- unpack that for a second? Because catcalling is cool when you're attractive. And there was a little pause in there and a smirk. Spectacular work. <laughs> Spectacular work, young man. No, I'm just saying. Here's the thing. I've, I've, I get it. I've seen men come on in. They're just like, wow, that's, that's aggressive. That's weird. Now, when I've approached even strangers, I don't know. I just know how to do it. You know, it's like. 
it's like trying to feed a baby deer. You can't run at the deer. You gotta hold your you hand down with the, the apples. Yeah. Have and you ever? Them, you know what I mean. Have you ever like catcalled a woman on the street? I can't see you That's, doing and that. And the thing is, what people no, keep asking it's very like, difficult. catcalling started by black folks and Spanish. It's a it's a minority thing. That's why it's got so weird. When white people started getting catcalled, they didn't handle it. But black women and Spanish when they get catcalled, if they fuck with that motherfucker, they see him. It ain't catcalling. He just hollered at me. But when it's when it's some ugly motherfucker or some or when you're it's a black dude who white women are normally just naturally scared of us or Spanish and we yell at them, it is very terrifying to get yelled at That's by that ter- person. I'm Look, just I'm just telling this you. This is New York City and it happens every single day. So I know. who the fuck but is when, terrified? But when of you that? can't call a black woman or a woman of minority normally, they know how to handle it. If they like you, they stop, they talk. If they don't like, they like shut the fuck up, you bitch ass nigga, and they keep walking. And then what do the guys usually Fuck say? Fuck you, you yeah, fat bitch. Right, well, well. Right, okay, right, but right, then the right, interaction right. is normally over. <laughs> <laughs> right? They always call her a fat bitch. They're always they a to buck, fuck. buck five. Right. <laughs> Fuck you, you big bitch. Yeah, but yeah. Was like, you was just trying to fuck until she said no, then you a fat bitch. But, okay, but that's what I'm saying. It's it, I get why it's aggressive, but here's what I'm saying. Cat calling was not started by white folks. Yeah. It was never meant for white folks. So when white people started getting it, that's when everybody's like, cat calling is so degrading. Can it's I, not. It's only degrading when someone's saying something degrading. That's fair. It's only like well, some white women don't even like being well, like, "What up, beautiful?" They're like, "Oh my god, I'm more than just a woman." Have you ever actually heard a woman say that yes! from a cat call? You yes! have, yes, Rachel. I've heard it. May I make a caveat on this? This is something yeah. I've learned over yeah, the years. Yeah. I think uh, I mean, you can't prove it scientifically. Um, it's a specific white woman. It and it's going to sound. Crazy. I was generalizing. It's, it's liberals. It, yeah. Every girl I've dated who's like a Republican loves it and will mm. say shit like, "These girls that can get old." I've heard, this is a paraphrase, I don't remember the exact quote, they're going to get old and they're going to to miss when people were fucking hitting on them. Wow. I've heard Whoa, that before. Trump Trump voter. Wow, Trump <laughs> voter. Wow. Wait, you stroke Trump supporters? No, I, I mean, attract- I have. I don't ask them before I fuck, are they Democrat or Republican? Yeah, yeah. I try to get as many independents as possible. Uh, if you're in the Green Party, you're out. Um, but I tend to attract Irish Catholic conservative women they come to me probably because of my racial ambiguity uh i screw that word up but so i'm just <laughs> enough to piss off their their dad but not enough okay. do you know what i'm saying right. and i'm a, i'm liberal enough and i'm wild enough but not too crazy so there's a little edge to me i'm a yeah for some reason they love me and if i was going to write what i'm attracted to it usually would not be an irish catholic girl no offense girls it's been a good ride but uh i tend to go a little different in my own taste but i attract the sh- I've, they come running to me but it's you are irish cool. catholic no, no so this is, his story is very it's interesting wild, yeah. his story is i don't know if you would like to tell mm-hmm. it or if you feel weird but we're making the rounds with it you know it's, it's i didn't i learned so much about you we had a guest on tushar right and he oh, came yes. on oh, our, it was wonderful. and he like drew our portrait during the podcast it was great we never but, got it tushar no, I got. We got it. It's on our page. She's what are keeping you it from about? you, motherfucker. She didn't show it to me. Because she doesn't like Space Mountain. She you prefers said, the Matterhorn. You, you know what you said about it? You what? were like, why are you darker than me? <laughs> oh, that's right. I didn't like the shading of it. That's right. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, but he his his was unbelievable. Spectacular. But I learned a lot about you in that. Oh, and I was yeah. curious, and we're going to get into that story, but have you ever thought about doing like a 23andMe, like getting at your actual heritage so you know Well, it. tell me the story. Okay. Okay. Well, where do we begin, everybody? Guys, can we get some hot cocoa? Let's <laughs> fucking, can we get some strings in the background? Some, let's get. All right, well, I, all right. Where do we begin here? 
Um, my real name isn't Jamie Lewis Manor. I go by James Manor because I do not like the name Jamie. I think it's a girl's name. I don't give a fuck. Come at me. It's fucking, it's a girl's name. I, I banged three Jamies and no James. That's a fucking girl's <laughs> name. I don't care. I know whatever. Gender's whatever. Um, so, but at like 35 days old, my grandparents took custody of me and they changed my name. My name is actually Norse Brent Fleming II. My mom, um, was dating a guy who, um, was a, a Creole a uh, black fella named Norris Brent Fleming, but he's apparently not my real father, but that's who I was named after. Speculation, we ready for this? Or, uh, might have been my mom's pimp. She was a streetwalker and a drug abuser, a drug addict. So there's all this shit going on. I, there was speculation at one point that my real father is Mexican because my mom came back from Mexico pregnant. But then when my grandpa died, who raised me, we had a cookout because um, our, our real nationality is white trash. And... Uh, <laughs> It was a really good day though. We were swimming, ribs, the coleslaw oh, was nice. Day. Oh, potato salad. Sounds good. Um, and so there's speculation that my dad is Jewish. I'm clearly, I mean, if this was DraftKings and we're gonna me being half Jewish is like minus seven hundred. Like you couldn't make Just any on money on your persona on me and your attitude. It's gotta be in there somewhere. Judy I did Judy's podcast last week and Judy was like, You're clearly us. Stop even pretending <laughs> you're you're Jewish. You, you could be a Mexican Jew. Jew. I could see that. It's possible. Like everyone's here on Louis C. K. Yeah. <laughs> and so um I could be I've I always joke I have Mexican cheeks, I have Jewish everything else. Mm. I'm clearly some kind of Jewish, probably so far, whatever. You but that's it. You. So you, you I, don't I, have the desire to do the the, the DNA. Well, test. this is what's hilarious about this. Years ago, I had an ex get me uh, the old one. Let's go old timey. The Ancestry.com, which is the flip phone of uh, <laughs> of DNA tests. And I just let it sit there because I didn't want the government to have my DNA. Mm. Fast forward to now, <laughs> I'm willing to go get another fucking booster shot right now. Like it's like it's so it's hilarious. The argument that people have of not taking the vaccine, I don't want the government, blah blah, on the chip. And I'm like, I had that for spitting in a cup. I'm like, I don't want them to clone me. And people are like, are you that arrogant? Are they gonna clone you? Why wouldn't they? Why? But why wouldn't they? They'll need more foot soldiers to die. They'll just create more pawns. So. uh I didn't. So uh, uh, Judy said she's going to pay for it, but Aww, I don't know. That's it's kind nice. of fun because it still could be anything else. I could yeah. be Persian. You're black, man. I'm telling you, you You're a You're not brother. the first person to nah, tell me that. That's why I call you Big Game James. When I, my first set at the cellar, Lindsay pulled me aside. Let me talk about you. Where are you from? What's your background? And then I told her the Norse Brent Fleming, and then she used the word I will not use, but she's like, yeah. And she will tell people that. <laughs> this nigga black. And Greer has told me that. Yeah. Greer saw me eating mashed potatoes and rice one day, and he goes, don't take this the wrong way, but you a cold-blooded, chiseled, and then you use that word. I'm like, as a kid raised white in the, the yeah, I just, a tear came down my eyes. I'm like, thank you, thank you, sir. Thank you, Thanks for giving me credibility. Is there a nationality or race that would actually shock you? Is there anything I mean, if that I was Irish, I'd be fucking amazed. There's no chance of that, but it could be. You would anything super white easier. on that side, I would be freaked yeah. out. I would not freaked out. It's what it is. Who cares? Yeah. But I would be shocked by that. You need to that. do a 23 Me rage. Well, my dad did, and I don't know. And what is he? He's came back 98% 1982. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, I'm getting extensions before we record the next podcast. I think I you look lovely. Stick it. with this. I can't. Don't. This is a good fucking it look is. for you. Stick I with this. I don't know what to believe. You guys are really mindfucking. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you. This is a good time for you because this is adversity, and this is a chance for you to overcome some adversity, okay? <laughs> like I haven't been before. I know, but now Maybe. you have to overcome this haircut because guess what? <laughs> <laughs> You're still beautiful, Rach. Oh. It's just... 
Look, I'm gonna buy you a lace front. I just a said what? I was getting extensions, front. and you guys told no, me don't do this. it. This, stay with this. I mean, it's and gonna pick grow up an instrument. Hair. It's we'll taking lots of biotin, so it's fine. What? That's why your nails have been growing so long because you've been taking those pills. Oh. Nice. Okay. Yo, stop fucking with those pills, B. Yeah. Just live your life. <laughs> so, anywho, so <laughs> I did enough Republican girls. I was raised by Italians. You know, you need to pick yourself from your bootstraps right now. <laughs> Every old Italian loves to just use that for anyone's any. Why don't you just pick yourself up from your bootstraps? All right, Vito, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Let me ask you something, James. This is a yes, question that came up while you tell me a story. So, with your background being what it is, do you? How do you feel about the performing arts? and sex work like did would you ever get a hooker knowing where you came from and you know what i mean like oh. does he feel some type of way about that work it's it's an interesting thing i do have an attraction to that i have it because it's it seems freeing to me and there's a power to that and uh i'm going to europe at some point this year if we happen to be in a red light district i'm not saying yeah. my money's gonna stay in my pocket yeah. i'm not saying that <laughs> i'm not it, it's it's very intriguing there's a power to that um I, I just gonna sound weird to say like like dudes are attracted to porn stars. I have a certain thing where I find them very interesting. And anytime I hung out with like people in that work, they seem more cultured in a lot of ways. And there's an energy mm. and like a rock stardom and a freedom to that that I am attracted to. Now, is that some Freudian thing? I do not know that my mother. I didn't know my mother was that right. till later. You, you already liked mm. him. And you'll get a kick out of this. It was while watching wrestling uh, with my uh, mom and my then stepfather. And um, it, we were talking about another relative who was um, also a street worker, also a drug addict, but a different drug, um, was on the pipe oh, and um, selling tricks to, to do that. And they were like, this was way before mental health and you're supposed to be okay with addiction and deal with it's a sickness. Mm -hmm. And this is someone who had that sickness. And they were piling up on her. And at one point, my stepdad was like, you know... When your mother did it, she was high end and went to high end. My, I had no high end. Idea. What a what a river shaker! Holy shit! Like what? And my mom was like, he didn't know. And then, and then he was like, and he was like, oh, all right. Hey, this Harlem Heat match looks like it's gonna be good. I wonder if the Steiners are gonna beat them this this week. We're watching like Halloween Havoc or some Yo, shit or full when brawl. Your mom did it. You're like, can we rewatch? And then, and then, it, yeah, and then it was like, all right, let's just watch Sensational Sherry cut a promo with Booker T. So you did have a relationship with your mom a little bit. Yeah, it got bad. I mean, and this has been discussed, and I'll, I'll tell you whatever. I mean, this is part of the rounds now of uh, of this okay. of. Uh, Doing podcasts and promoting my special <laughs> June third, James Madden, the check spot. Exciting, um, yeah. Aren't yeah. I in it? Yeah, you're in it a little. You better be at the premiere June second. Okay. We're screening it at New York Comedy Club, oh, ten thirty East Fourth. Nice. It's gonna be spectacular. Nice, nice. Look at you. I'm, I'll have a gift bag for you of uh, <laughs> of of Honey Nut Cheerios. They came on the eighties. <laughs> I like them. It's I don't. Know, they're rough on the belly. Um, so uh, where were we at with the, the, the mother? Oh, Does he have a relationship with her? She got bad again. And um, we don't know if it was drugs or not. And she, her mental capacity was horrible. She was taking over. So my grandpa died. My grandma was getting older. She moved in the house. No one trusted her, like, running the house with my uh, grandma. And they, they tried to force her out. And she did. And she wasn't mentally stable at all. She got real paranoid and got really tough to be any kind of relationship with her. It was very stressful. I was going through some wild shit in my life at that point. I was having bad OCD and mental breakdowns. And um, she texted me on my birthday, like at midnight. My birthday was technically the next day. I uh, had to get up early and do something that went nowhere. Filming sketches for the uh, Artie Lang show. I think me playing guitar aired for three seconds. I needed to get rest. 
And I got a incoherent text from her middle of the night. So the last thing I ever heard from her, find out later that she'd written a note four days earlier. And then about a week later, I got a call that she died, that she was dead. I was on my way to, to um, Greg Stone's audition, who's my roommate at the time, one of my roommates at Comic Strip Live. Earlier that day, I got a call from Artie Fuqua telling me to host an MTV showcase. And I go, <gasps> cool, Artie. And I went into the living room, and Gre I'm making a weird face to Greg Stone. I'm like, oh, oh. And Greg's like, what, what? Because oh. the industry was not fucking with me at all then, and it, it was a nice little bone to get. Um, and I go, I'm going to host this MTV showcase. I never got those. And he goes, dude, great. You can't do that to me. When you make a face like that and come out of your room like that, I will think something like your mother died. And I go, well, if my mom died, I wouldn't have that big of a reaction. And little did <gasps> I know, my, within minutes, my mother's body was discovered by Whoa. my aunt. Yeah. Oh, my God. And did you have a reaction? I uh, slightly, I, I mean, I got the call from my uncle who was just tearing. And I go, okay. All right. I was a little more, it was, was going to sound horrible. I wasn't ready for my grandma who raised me to die yet. I was mm. probably more scared of that right. so soon after my grandfather died. Um, I had a weird thing with my mom. It's just. Um, right. No, yeah. It's, and I hate to say this and whatever, but it's like, I came to several po parts of my life. I realized that if I just met this woman, we probably wouldn't get along. Mm. And that's just, it's just what it was. She, my mom, she tried. She had her demons. I didn't. Yeah, I had to cry later. I bump in. I couldn't tell. I didn't want to tell anyone. I didn't want it to get to Greg. Greg's audition. It was a big deal for him. Yeah. So Jeff Hernandez was there, a buddy of mine. I used to do his shows, and his show was there at the comic strip on Friday. So he's there drinking. I'm like, buddy, I'm not doing. And I, he got me drunk, took me across the street, bought me Froyo for 31 mm -hmm. handles because that goes with depression is <laughs> is vodka soda and <laughs> fucking oh, yeah. yogurt stomach would have been all tin would have been shitty in 15 yeah. minutes and then later uh, he gets passed and I told our other roommate DeVito and we end up back in Astoria out and we break it to uh, Greg that my mom died and I found out on the way there he said what like, yeah, it's great. Let's get one more round for you. I'm happy oh for you. Oh, my God. Man. And, and then the next day, I go and host a thing. So, so the show wasn't until the next day. I host a thing, and within three minutes, the next day I'm flying to Vegas, my pants rip. <gasps> and I have to host On the, the show. On the plane? No, oh, hosting MTV the MTV showcase, showcase at Webster rip? Hall, yeah. And then we still went out. They didn't have a wardrobe? Every... No, this was just a showcase. It was right. Okay, like the... oh, okay. They didn't even know I was there. <laughs> oh it was fucking brutal, but there it is. <laughs> yeah. What a fucking... So, yeah, I'm like, I'll get a hooker now. Well, that's what I'm saying. I went you long know, on that. I've, I support the performing arts. I've, I've... The performing arts. Yeah, you know, I've done sex work myself. I've... Excuse me? Yeah, I used to be an escort. <laughs> back Good on, for you, yeah, buddy. Man. I've, you know, definitely have been paid for I mean, sex. of course. If yeah, you're dressed like, in this fucking Komodo. Listen, yeah. I'm telling you, I've, I've been... Like, was my, my sex capades have taken me to Europe. I had a sugar mama used wow. to fly me to France and... Germany with it should be stuff. legal everywhere. Yeah, These I mean, it fucking really idiots. I feel like eventually it will be. It should be taxed and also taxed. All right, James, you know your high horse, motherfucker. No, no, no. But this is this is how I pitch it to people, um, the Republicans who don't want it to happen. It's is just like weed. You get to tax it, so it's happening anyway. You want to tax the pussy? Yeah, <laughs> or schlong. Well, if it's a business, but, but here's the also thing: we can also. Um, for female, I don't know how it was for males, but for females, we can get rid of pimps and women can start their own businesses and hire their own protection. Mm. That They're doing that currently. OnlyFans has created that type of place. Which is really? Yes. Yes. Well, do you know that little fucking ghetto ass white woman, uh, 
Bad Vicky or whatever. Bad Vicky. Or whatever. Something like, whoa, no, whoa, Vicky. Whoa, Vicky. Oh, okay. Hold on. She made 52 million on no, OnlyFans last baby. year. You're taking a bad baby. No. She the, the, the white girl. Yeah, the one yeah. from Dr. Phil. Yeah. Bad oh. baby. That's her name, Bad Baby? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. She made 53 million. Mm-hmm. Good country. We interviewed. 53 million? Yeah. She's built like Snoop Dogg's blunt. Like she has, <laughs> I mean, what the fuck? Who is paying 52 million? It happens. And, it happens. Hey, and apparently, I because I heard people talk about this, she's not really showing anything. She's just in like bikini pants. See what I'm saying? You see what I'm talking about? Now, that's why. That's genius. That's on her. Right. She's well, smart. All right, hamster so how wheel. Do you, right, right. So how, how do you feel? Spinning in your skull, goddammit. No, I couldn't. I couldn't. I can't even fucking post anything sexy on Instagram. Um, but, okay, so speaking of that sex yes. work, right? This is not the same. But there is a show, and, and, and like matchmaking is not new. It's not a new thing. No. But these people, men and women, are spending $25,000, $100,000 to meet someone. I can get paying for like action. Yeah. But like, for is action. it really that bad? What show is to this? Just try, it's called Love Match or something. And they're Whatever. paying 100000 to meet. $25,000, and, and it's guaranteed that, that you're going to have no. the baby. No, of course. And, not. And so then what the fuck are we paying for? And if they feel like you're not qualified, oh, okay. they, right. they don't give refunds. But people are paying for this. And then they're going to try and, but, but you get enough run on that, you're going to market it into come see Love Matches, yeah. Terrell. Well, your Instagram's going to pop or oh, whatever. at the club, yeah. yeah. That's, it's all, th- that is an example of spend money to make money is because now you can become a, an influencer. So you're basically making a down payment. Yeah, I get mocos. Sorry, guys. <laughs> How hot is that? Let's talk about my dating life as my allergies kick in. <laughs> that's okay. Is there that's not that, a tissue. Um, you're, fine, you're fine, you're fine, you're fine. You want tissue? Um, whatchamacallit? But, like, California I know you guys, me. I know you guys would never pay for that. Like A relationship? It, no. Yeah, like, is it that bad out here for certain guys that you Thank know? Thank you, my friend. Or even women? Is it that bad to be paying people that much so money just to meet someone? People get very lonely. And so that happens. And uh, I don't know. It's a weird thing. I wouldn't do that. And I think the pandemic made a lot of people realize, like, they might die alone. So they're willing to do whatever it takes. you're going to die alone no matter what. Well, you have a That's morbid the most way of thinking. Ever yeah, ever. I was going to say that is a w- real morbid way of Because I used it to say is. shit like that. I used to say, I don't want to fall in love because it always ends in heartache. Either they leave you or break up with you or they die and you're still alone. But, but that is a horrible way of but looking it, at no, life. No, because if you really, really, really get into it, if you think about it, it's a selfish standpoint because it's like, okay, you are dying alone. But not only that, you're leaving your partner to deal with all that grief and picking up all the sure. pieces. So it's better to just been up, be alone just your be whole life keep, and get no, have I your didn't cats. I say all that. That's get, your life, Rach. Have your cats. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's <laughs> your life, Rach. And no. I'm like, that's no horrible, that's a glass half empty type of lifestyle. I just think that you can't, you can't sit here and say, I'm going to get married and someone's going to stick with me till the end. So even if you get married, you could possibly so, get divorced. Someone else could die you're and you're going to die alone anyway. So, you can't predict the future. So there's just ways of looking at it. So I had a ph- philosophy change earlier in the year. Um, I listened to a podcast. I cherry pick Mark Maron's podcast, and this is so random. I listened to John Mellencamp, who I'm not really a fan of his music, but I know he's a sal- he's a secretly salty, like far left person and singer. I mean, you, you feel like Pink Houses. The guy sings Pink Houses as a nasty person. Um, he <laughs> said this three different times. He got asked about his career. How did that happen? How did that happen? How did that happen? He said it three different times the same way. He goes, I, I was lucky. And then he kept asking Mark Marin, how do you know you're lucky? You think you are. That changed my philosophy. So you're not wrong mm. in you die alone. 
we're let, let's say you and Phil and Phil dies and now you're stuck having to take care of that. So that's one way of looking at it is that Can we put the, anybody else in that analogy? Sure. Right. I was like I was <laughs> you and your mystery not through sickness and health. Yes. I'm gone. You and your mystery crush um Devonta Adams of the Raiders. And so my team. So um you and Devonta Devonta dies tra another tragedy for the Raiders. I'm sorry I did this. And you are stuck with all that. So one way looking is that you're unlucky, that the person you loved is dead and you have to, to uh, live the rest of your life knowing he is dead and you have to uh, take care of the funeral and all this shit. One way of looking at it is that you were very lucky that you had time with him and that you have these memories and that you had mm. found someone because millions of people have never found anyone who was their soulmate. It's all perspective. So when I heard this, it was probably a couple days after I almost died. I almost choked in public at a meal. Very embarrassing. Like, seriously, I almost Yeah, I almost died. died. I almost died. They had to give me the Heimlich. And uh, they told me, I felt like, a, I told Wait, the guy to save serious? my life. Yeah. Yes, you didn't know this? Nick uh, Angelo, who is associated with New York Comedy Club, and mm -hmm. that we all know, uh, is a producer of my album, uh, Check Spot, um, album of the year, and uh, <laughs> producer of the special, June 3rd, on YouTube. Uh, he, um, I took him out. I go, thank you for all your work. And we went to Smith and Walensky's, and we're fucking... I'm pounding martinis and eating bloody ass prime rib like I'm doing vintage Italian. Blah, 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 blah. <gasps> Choked. Oh. Uh, I almost died. And the guy saved, who gave me the hind leg goes, I go, I feel like a bitch ass. And he goes, <laughs> don't worry about it. This happens all the time. Just last week, I saved Liza Minnelli's life. No fucking way. And then you see Liza on the Oscars like, holy shit. I mean, all right. That, that affects some people differently. But, Who's the uh, waiter that gave you the Heimlich? I thought I was a maitre d', and so I tipped the maitre d' like 50 bucks, and then Nick goes, yeah, that was the wrong guy. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but I almost choked. So I, if a year earlier, I would have probably still been depressed and sad and thought I was a less of a person because I've been, how unlucky am I? Who almost chokes to death? And because of this quote and this way I'm living now, I go, I'm so criminally lucky mm. that I did not die that way. Yeah, mm -hmm. that it's that's it. So that's a way of looking at it. And totally. I've been in your perspective with this for a long time. And uh, I just had something where I, I laid out everything to a girl and it did not work out. And so a year ago, I would be, God damn it, I'm embarrassed. This is horrible. But I'm looking at the positive. I never tell someone how I really feel about them. Mm. It's it was that was the goddamn golden moment that I was able to look her in eyes and say how I felt and that I. Now that's progress, and maybe I can do that more often. And who cares that I did not get the result that I, I wanted out of it? Mm -hmm. I didn't get it. But I got something out of it that I, I made that step, and that is lucky. I'm very lucky that I had that moment to do. And so it's all perspective. It is perspective, but I also don't want you to think that I think of what I'm saying as a negative. To me, it's not a negative. That you're looking at it as a positive. Because if I were to think opposite, right, and I were to think that my life is not going to be valid or I'm not going to get as much out of my life if I don't have someone to die with, then I will feel like I'm missing out on something. Yes, so if I look at it as if I'm okay with being alone, if someone's there, cool, great. If they're not, it's okay too. I'm okay with being Absolutely. alone. Absolutely. And it, I think we're told that we're supposed to have someone. And I know friends of mine or former friends of mine who I think are domesticated, and I know that they don't want to be, but they've mm. been told by people. Society, yeah. High, society and mm -hmm. higher in the business and all that. Do you want to be the guy doing this in your 40s and 50s? I sometimes will be like, so after all this happened, I'm texting my people back home. And I saw myself, just going to go home with someone 
and I had a couple options, and I'm drinking, and I'm like, oh, my God, I have become David. We've always joked, my boys, that I'm David Duchovny in Californication, and here I am now in my mid-40s. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm Professor fucking Moody in real life. <laughs> and it's, it's a weird thing. I have fun in it. At times you go, should I be having fun at this? And is this what it's supposed to fucking be? You know what's be? crazy? And you're older than me, and I feel like that now sometimes because I'm from the South, and my mom was, and I'm out here yes. wilding, okay? Yeah, like, yeah. And oh, I have yeah. options after the shows, and I'm like... This is fucking Allen Iverson. <laughs> right. Just fucking blipping around and, and all over really the court am, and shit. And I'm like, I'm like, Phil, shouldn't you be settled down? But at the same time, I'm like, I mean, I'm having a great time. But is that society telling us? I think so, so because all my friends who are married back in South Carolina and Atlanta... They're like, Phil, we live yes. through your posts on your Instagram. So yes. They're like, because I'm married. And they're like, I love my kids. I love my wife. But they're like, you have no idea mm -hmm. how cool it is that you can just do whatever you want. You can pick up and go mm -hmm. somewhere. Whatever. He's like, there's a power to that. Yeah. Yeah. There's an For absolute sure. power to that. So, it, but it's all, so it, and that what you're saying is correct. So if your perspective is that is that you're lucky that you don't have to deal with that. Yeah. That's good. Sometimes we cheat ourselves, though. So I, I am now at this place where I'm wondering, am I cheating myself by not doing that? Uh, you know, and by, by not, not having like, a relationship. What, like Phil? I, well, no, I live vicariously, ironically, through a lot of my friends as they, you know, seven in the morning, I'll send them a text, or 10 in the morning, I'm leaving someone's apartment, and they, they fucking are fired up. But then I sometimes <laughs> go... God, that's so nice that you went to a birthday party. Like when I was back in Vegas, mm. it was nice to go to, to my little nephew's birthday party yeah. and have screaming kids and eat cake and bullshit with my cousins. Yeah, it's who nice all have for food. five minutes. No, but it was nice. And that's, that is, it is. Oh, that is, that that is real life. But if you had to do it every single day, Maybe it would, not. Would, yeah. And that's how I started trying to trying to tell know. myself because when I'm there at yeah. these family functions mm -hmm. and just fishing and shit, and I'm like, why the fuck do I live in New York? I said that four times this weekend when I was back in Did South really? Carolina. I'm like, I was like, I'm telling you, if I didn't do stand-up, there'd be no fucking reason for me to live in that city. <laughs> oh, you, like, felt homesick. You felt like you missed it out there. Yeah, I just missed the, the chillness and of it. And like just, Yeah, it's just like, there's. I, I feel like I'm always late to something when I'm here. Like, always. I'm always supposed to be somewhere always. somehow. Hmm. You know what I mean? But when I'm down there... I literally would just drink whiskey and fish and Fishing. drink beer. Yeah, and I'm like, wow. In our industry out here, you forget those little things. Like when I go home and it's we're just in a backyard drinking whiskey, smoking cigars, Listening to Waylon Jennings, yeah, fucking talking shit, great. Or like fishing. Oh, I've been wanting to go fishing forever. I'm not good at it, right? And I would <laughs> love. That's that is real salt of the earth, simple yeah. shit, and it's fun. Yeah. See, but, I think you would you would be good with it for like a week or two, and then like you're like, well, that's, I need, I need well, a well, that's what happens. Yeah. That is, I mean, hell, I was there for six, seven months for COVID, and I was like, holy shit, man! <laughs> I was in Vegas for three months. I I was talking to people. I, I my love for comedy and and doing this is. Double fold now, those three months yeah. being in a, in a fucking room. Mm. And my buddy and his fiance, then fiance, now wife, who I barely knew at the time, housing me, made me want to come back and do this more. Yeah. And look at this. I had a good weekend. I did the festival one day, and then I went to Palm Springs, and I forced my, I don't do human shit ever. I went to a wedding. It was arguably the best wedding I've ever fucking been to in Palm Springs. I went swimming. I'm you want to get married? No, but I couldn't <laughs> wait at the same time. I'm texting Emilio, and I go, I can't wait to get back to New York and fucking do shows. That's who I am. Mm. So it goes back to the, um, some people get in a relationship, have kids, get to picket fence because they're told that. But mm -hmm. they're not really that. This is my old theory. You can't take the stripes off a fucking tiger. You can paint the motherfucker or the spots on a leopard, whatever feline you fucking, <laughs> whatever fierce one you think's the best. But it's going to grow back. It's in your fucking fur. Mm -hmm. Right. So... 
That's where I'm at, where I'm wondering, am I a fucking tiger or not? You know? Like, You're yes, the first person I've ever met that's actually from Vegas. I didn't think people were but born people, there. Yeah, people, I had a teammate in college who was from Vegas. Yeah. And when I first met him, he was the first person ever. Yeah. And I said, did you grow up in a hotel? And he <laughs> looked at me. He said, yeah. what? Are there the actual fuck? houses in and Vegas? He, and yeah, I had no idea. Yeah, there's like full neighbor. It's just the strip. That's, oh, that's okay. like, Guys, we're else two million like, people. <laughs> we have two sports. Within five years, we it's going to be. so ignorant. We're going to have four major sports teams. You just, you don't get that being a cowpunk team or a cowpoke whatever that's not reno wait vegas has four sports teams we have two (laughs) with you gonna get baseball within a month i believe it will be announced that the a's are moving to vegas and the oakland a's you think so yes and then and i'm pretty sure we're gonna get an expansion basketball team in five years yes we're gonna have four i grew up with nothing we had unlv basketball and And, but they were fantastic in nine but then went to shit and then uh we had andre agassi i mean that's how bad we were Mm. and i love Agassi. he played tennis at unlv well, no, but he was just a Vegas guy. And so oh. um, when the Rebels went to shit, Agassi had that run. And I just remember my grandpa staying up till three in the morning watching Australian Open. He's like, come on, boy. And we were fucking sitting there watching him take on Sampras. And Damn. Pops would be like, can that, can that kid put his tongue in his fucking mouth or what? <laughs> and so, like, that's, we didn't have anything. We're a big, but at the same time, we're a big city. We are a little hillbilly. Mm. Yeah. People ask me, well, why do you do that? I'm like, I'm a little hillbilly. We're kind of. Do y'all have grass though? That's not a stupid question. We got grass, baby. Because it's a desert, so I'm no, we got grass and then oh. the yards. They can oh. get fake grass. It's real grass. Stop right. judging like people fucking people, Rachel. You think people have turf in their yeah. front. People Some people, people do. It's feet. weird. Yeah. Really, dude. I kind of think you should just just put rocks in the front yard. Yeah, so I'm thinking. I thought, water, I thought it was gonna be like Arizona. Yeah. I wonder if Arizona people had a lot of rocks and cactus for mm. front yards, and you know what I mean, like. All right, so you've been playing around on the apps. This is what you told me. So well, no, I don't. Begged to be well, on I didn't the beg on this. No, actually, oh, no, just I kidding. forgot this was apps. Because <laughs> I, I never did this because I don't really date. I forgot this app. I've never been on the apps. So you, now oh, I realize okay. now, now I'm a fraud. Should we end this? Uh, now, we well, end? you said you've I been think, dating. Maybe I misconstrued. I, I mean, whatever. I've looked for people, whatever. I mean, I've I realized that some of the things I do is dating. I've went on some dates with some girls and that, and it's just, I don't know. You know, it's cool. I've gone out with some ladies. Usually slept with them first, which I do it backwards. I hate to say that. No, do not. you? Okay. Yeah, that's no. interesting. Yeah, I'm no. a fun kid. Um, so that you happened. I mean, you don't buy a car without test driving it. No, I, I know. Love this fucking but dude. you don't. Th- so that whole theory is not true What's about that? like Th- if you old, stroke a guy school, too fast, then he's going to lose theory. interest. If you fuck on the first night, you'll never be girlfriend material. Sometimes that's true, but it's all about the woman. Sometimes there's just a major connection, and you just happen to fuck on the first night. And but there's good pillow him. talk. If yeah. there's good pillow talk, I'll, I I want to go out again. You yeah, know? yeah. And this one yeah. girl didn't a couple months ago, and I was like, oh, whatever, it's right. better, but fine. I found her very intriguing. What but is the happened. craziest dating story? <sighs> oh, we know you got some. I don't <clears throat> know. It's it's. It, let's see. <sighs> what would be the craziest? I mean, I was with a girl, and I've kind of told this story before. And this girl listened to it, and she's like, "Stop making me sound like a crazy." You person. don't. We don't. Not going to say her name. Don't worry. And I didn't then. And she fucking was like, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I recorded this six months ago. <laughs> I was kind of whatever with someone. I thought she understood that we were whatever it was. It Open. was going to be a relationship. Mm-hmm. Okay. And um, I, at this point, I was going to move to another city. I'm going to I'm gonna change some of the parts of it so it's a decoy. So maybe she thinks it's someone else. <laughs> so I was going to move, let's pick, to Charleston. I was going to move to Europe. Charleston, South Carolina, because I was, um, let's see, uh, it wasn't going to be sure, because I was going to become a chef. Let's just change that, because that was more lucrative. Mm-hmm. And she thought we were an actual couple, and she got very upset, and we had drinks, and I was going back to her place. Let's change um, wh- where it was. Um, it, we're going to Westchester in a cab, <laughs> and she got mad, 
and she um, started smacking me with um, um, licorice. <laughs> and so, um, and then say get your, out, of, and then get out of the car. And so I did. <gasps> and then I walked to, oh, let's say, um, wait, 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 wait. So hold on, rewind, club. rewind. Wait, sh- she was driving, or you were in a cab? We were in a, an Oops. And she kicked you. She kicked you out of the Uber. Me. Yeah. And they got mad that I left. But it's like, <laughs> oh, uh, that isn't that crazy when they do that? Like, just get the fuck out of here. And then you go, they're like, I can't believe yeah. you left. And this like, is, that is. That is sick like shit. That not. is sick that shit. Oh, she's a nice lady. Yeah, I mean, what are you going to do? Did you talk to her again after that? They yeah, fucked. I think she wanted to hang out again. Yeah, they, 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 they I might have had sex with yeah, her after that. Like, hey, fucked after I'm that. Not sure. Once not after sure. she was like, you left? And he was like, yeah, then tomorrow. And that so, was the first date? No, we were like, whatever for a minute. Yeah, they were like just hooking up. And banging. Then, but it was like, um, it was just weird. I rarely want a relationship. so And I will tell people that. Um Due to comedy, or you just yes, and once again, I kind of relate to what you're saying and how you're at. Once a year, I get the the feels or whatever, and I I want to try it, and it always ends up bad. And Mm. I watched this movie, an old movie that I was told to watch, the original The Gambler with James Caan. I watched that. I've never seen the original. Wonderful, and you know, and I grew up with gamblers, so you know what gamblers chase? They don't chase the win, they chase the loss. The feeling of the loss is what they chase. That's really what they want. To keep losing, they see that's really what they want. Um, gamblers, gamblers really are chasing the loss. This that is, is new information. It, this is me. absolute fact, and I kind of knew it, but now it's me. And I looked, and I had a, I paused the movie, and I realized that's why once a year I try and do the, the dating, thing. Like people say, go so out and feel the pain. go to the restaurant, and hey, do you want to go do this? Which is what I was just labeled as normal people shit in quotations, air quotes, and. I do it once a year. I know it's going to go bad. Everyone, the girl I chose last year, I knew it wasn't going to work out. <laughs> and it did not. And I was miserable for about six, eight weeks. Wait, wait. And this year, I, I knew that this wasn't going to work out. And I did it again. It felt good. I have no regrets with how I mowed it. But I think I want to be miserable. I also will always tell people this. Oh, my God. No one performs better with a broken heart than me. I almost feel like I do it because, oh, if, if you see a mopey dick James... And it's your and mm. at a show, and you're on it. I hope you realize you're going to be in a good position because I'm going to host my balls off. <laughs> oh my god, damn! Oh man, I'm like really? the complete opposite. If I'm upset about any type of relationship stuff, I can't function with other sure. things well. Sure, but that motivates you. Yeah, I also am motivated by spite and just as, as, with arts. If you're just doing a, are job, you an angry you're, guy? Or I have guy? a bad temper, but yeah. I, I, I've done Who well with it, and um, I'm good. But I'm a real chill it? with it. I've shot her some fucking looks because this one likes to mouth. No, wait, wait, it wasn't when? to me. It wasn't, wait, it wasn't even wait, to me. Wait, wait, I, 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 I shot you a look when you were host, yeah. I gave you a look once, and you were like, "Oh, when oh she, when you were, I remember what that was, but that was a complete misunderstanding. Were yeah. you, that was were you complete, hosting, and she was get, taking drink orders? No, no, no. I misunderstood something he said on stage, right? And I was in the room, and then she starts and yelling I looked, at me. No, no, I didn't even say anything to you. I just shot you a look, and you were like, "What? What?" And it threw off your spiel, so then you were like spiel. just thrown off. What are we in the Catskills in the sixties? <laughs> Listen, I bring Jesus a lot Christ. of words back, and they are here to stay. And what kind of words are those? Stroke. Oh no, no, I'm saying Stud spiel. Muffin. I'm talking about certain spiel, certain cultures words. Jewish. That's fine. Shmagegi. Mashogana. She, she picks when she wants to be associated. Yeah, yeah. That's fine. Yeah, when you want to sound like you're the beginning of fucking Laverne and Shirley. <laughs> 
wait, wait. I just want to rewind. So these these girls that you choose to start maybe possibly being in a relationship were just random girls that you were dating. You're like, oh, let's try. No, there's a girl I like. I, I get these crushes and I start manifesting because of this. So there, hmm. I, I I've noticed. So I I wonder. Part of me is like, is it just? Do I want to see if they want to go with me, and then I'll push them away? Because I'm even in Vegas when I was out with my boys. When I get back to Vegas, we always have a big meal and we drink. And they kind of know that I had a thing for this one girl. And they go, well, what will you do? This is hilarious. We're at a fucking, what used to be a horrible neighborhood, downtown Henderson. And now it's like revitalized for three blocks, whatever. And we're having a Mexican food. And we're just pounding fucking margaritas and talking mm. shit. And whole crew's there. A bunch of animals. We're just all still lunatics. And we bring it up. And the guys go, well, if she does let you in, what are you going to do? And this, I didn't even think. I go, I'll probably just throw her away like everyone else. Like, it's just, <laughs> it just came out of me. So that's, I don't know what it really it's, is. It's, it's a, first of all, I, I, this is my guesstimation because I have started therapy as well, but like just the abandonment thing. Mm. And I think that probably, yeah, yes, absolutely. Like we attract people that trigger what happened to us when we were little. So I happen to think in the back of my mind that people aren't, aren't going to stay. They're always going to leave. Yeah. Well, so that's I attract guys that reel me in and then they leave anyway. Oh, I think that's an absolute fair thing. Boy, you just really got me. So on, on the plane to uh, L.A., guess what I watched? I mm. watched this movie and I teared. What? I watched um, Good Will Hunting. And with the abandonment, did you neither? You watch fucking Goodwill Hunting? Good I had ten years. I don't know. It's yeah. unbelievable. And and when they get to the abandonment thing, while Matt Damon's pushing, and he does the, it's not your fault. I know. I fucking. <laughs> I ate so much food that I'm still basically my basic weight because I cried ten to fifteen pounds of water weight away there, Wait, and the mini the driver. Plane? Next to some fucking dude, we had a we had an empty seat, and then this dude who seemed very nice. Then I found out he's from Staten Island. I go, oh, he would have totally he, judged he, me. He was looking at you like this fucking. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wait, this do other you f cover word. Your face. Let it out. That's mask. Thank God I have a mask. It's just dripping into the mask. Just, just fucking, just letting it out. It's and then the mini driver. Because uh, I love you. Oh, she doesn't get enough credit for that fucking role. Did you Spectrum. make noise when you cry? No, I'm just tearing. Sometimes on these trips, I do work things out because I listen to a lot of music. Sometimes I'll listen to something emotional. Mm -hmm. I'm I make no bones about it. Uh, my love of music. I make a playlist every week. Uh, it, it it expresses what I'm going through and it mm -hmm. tells a story. They're all like mini movies. And sometimes I will come home from drinking, and if I'm not with someone, which is 999% of the time, I will listen to music that makes me emotional, and it, it helps me work shit out. I will cry. I don't give a shit. I'll go. No, I think no, you should. Here's the thing. I think you should. I'm into I, it. In public, I, I don't want know. To. I'll do it right now. I've <laughs> tried to make Most my... Theatrical. I wish I could cry. Sometimes I'll, I, when I watch sad shit, I'll just try to totally relax my face. Just to so see if I, you can. And it never. Meanwhile. Wait, my, what happened to the whole story about crying in the shower? That only happens oh. sometimes. Like, oh, okay. like, I mean, every flight. I have to go through like a no, serious breakup. Oh. Sometimes mm -hmm. I like, I'll try, you know, but I'll get really sad. But it's tough. I really, I, last time I really, really broke down real shit, I was like, it was when fucking uh, Mufasa died in Lion King. When Scar threw him off you the cliff. You were what, four? Seven. And that fucked me up. It's and heavy. To, but that <laughs> really made me cry. But adult. it's good. But that means you're, also means you're not a sociopath. Right. You have empathy. But now. If a movie makes you emotional. I'll see shit in movies. I'm, and I've literally looked over at my boo and I'll be like, I wish I could cry. Oh. It, like when I watched Forrest Gump, because I haven't seen it since I was a kid and it's on Netflix. 
First of all, Forrest Gump is one of the funniest fucking movies. It's a good when movie. you watch it as an adult, it is so funny. But at the end, after Jenny's trifling ass came back to him with trifling. HIV, and he was Allegedly. talking at her grave, I was like, "This is one of the saddest things." Like, yeah, I was like, sad. "He really loved this girl," yeah. and I could not cry. And I really wanted to because I was like, "This is the time a tear should be dropping." Like Denzel Washington in Glory. I just one wanted, tier? The one tier oh. that won him an Oscar. That movie makes me cry. Did he didn't win an oh Oscar. Oh my God. He, he won. He won. Yeah, yeah. Not That's Man it. on Fire, the ending no, season. The first ending of all, scene. it's hard for a brother to get one. And then after Will Smith slapped your boy, we probably won't be getting a few for a couple years. But. Oh, oh, oh. Before we, before we close out, um, all this violence is now happening in comedy or whatever. Everybody's running up on stage. And I'm getting texts from people because I turned to my uncle. I was in Vegas the night of the Oscars. And I go, turn to my uncle and my cousin. My uncle's like my dad now. My cousin's like my little brother. And I go, this is going to make what I do difficult. And I got on the flight. I got a text from one of my boys. I text a bunch of people. He's like, because ironically, I go to L.A. the day after guys get fucking attacked. Mm. Both times. And they go, you're right. I got a bunch of texts from people. You're right. After Dave got hit. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. It's so fucking well, Okay, nuts. but I want to know what. Have you thought about what you would do yes. in this situation? Yes, you know like, right, are you, you fucking the guy up, or are you Rach, waiting for security you know to handle fight. it? Ain't, I'm, ain't no way in hell. First of all, <laughs> you ain't no guarantee security is motherfucking coming anytime soon. Yeah. I can handle myself, and then when but when security get here, you're already fucked. I don't play like that, Rachel. No. And because if you were to, if you're coming to the stage, it's already too aggressive. And what people don't realize, I got this mic stand. I'm going to joust the fuck. Yes. I'm, I'm going to break. I your almost fucking did that nose. once. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah, break your fucking nose with once. this thing. Someone came to senses. Someone in the second row grabbed this kid, this meathead, when I was opening up for the Stern guys. And all our security was dealing with some horse shit. And um, I was almost going to... I was clutched. Yeah. And someone who knew me was in the second row knew I'd fucking do it. So there's a reason why I get mad when I see fucking comedians run off the goddamn stage and leave a bear before the host. Or, tell you good night, they run off like they don't like it. Yuck. Or just yeah. stupid. You don't leave a bear because you don't... That is a moat. That is a line that should not be crossed. You don't come to our stage. You know, and I've been to wrestling... Uh, cards. If someone jumps in there, wrestlers actually beat the fuck out of them. That's yeah. a, I've seen Hogan mm. throw a real punch. I've never yeah. seen her throw a real punch in real life. I saw him beat the That's shit out of someone. That's a death wish, right yeah. there. Yeah, and it, in football, when they stopped showing these guys running the field, but if you ever see, oh it, yeah, I heard about that too. The like, refs will beat the the, the refs beat the yeah. the, cop, the copycats. Yeah, don't do this. They yeah. beat the. So if you come on my stage, yeah. you can fucked up. Exactly. And I'm not the toughest dude at all. You don't have to be. But it's I've a been respect. Shit. Yeah, bro. It's a respect. I will do something. Don't invade defend our Defend yourself. Our like, it's not like you're a bully or anything. You come up on here. You've officially signed your disclaimer mm -hmm. that I want yeah. my ass whooped. And that's the reason why we don't like <laughs> Don't put your foot on the fucking stage, dumb People dumb do that. Own that do you, shit. I don't say I don't say anything. Do you say so? I'm friendly about it now, but I've seen some dudes it's an, it's lose obnoxious. it. It is. People do it all the time when I'm hosting. I'm like, as the host, should I say something? I playfully be like, like, I'll, I'll just playfully kick a little. Yeah. Do you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Do you think it's, is it that they're that famous and that rich that they're just lost that fighting urge? Because Ooh. I noticed Chris didn't do anything. Chappelle Chris didn't do, do anything. anything. Chappelle. Chappelle his, didn't he, his they, people beat did, that kid's this ass. Dude, you saw his arm, right? That kid's fucked up. You didn't see the no, guy's I'm arm? No, I'm not talking about backstage, the other people that did it. I'm talking about... He blindsided tackle Chappelle. By yeah. time by time he was on top of him, his, his security was so fast, he didn't have to... Because he didn't see him, so he got tackled. Mm -hmm. But he didn't he have to... He got blindsided. Like, yeah, by the time he turned, the security already had him up. He needs a better left tackle. Yeah, and Chappelle would have done something. I'm telling you that right now. Chappelle ain't no bitch. Yeah, so he's a tough kid. He wouldn't have done... He's from D.C. And Chris yeah. is a tough kid. Well, yeah, Chris is. Bro I've heard some stories that I'm not going to tell of, of people seeing the Brooklyn come out of Chris Rock. But if it, that was, if there's that one moment where Chris goes, 
I could like it, and uh, I could go. I think he said, and I think that meant two things. I could beat the fuck out of you, even though you're way bigger than me, and I could light you up and your woman right now. Mm. I could roast the shit out of you right now. And I don't think he. And these things, I don't think he went blindsided. But again, he's thinking this is the Oscars. There's and no he's way this motherfucker's gonna friend. slap me. Yeah, yeah. There's no yeah. way this motherfucker's. But that's what I'm saying. It's just. But I guess what I've seen DC Young Fly. You know who that is somebody came up on stage. Oh, and I'm talking about he hit him with a two piece. Yeah. So fluently, and the bam, dude bam. dropped. Fucking security grabbed him, and he made him keep the show going. He said, "Fuck that." Yeah, I mean, like, so it's all about who you test. There's a clip of the. uh, It's one of my favorite clips ever. You can find on YouTube of Keith Richards of the Rolling Stones in the early '80s. Fucking, you you should go watch that right now. And so, (sighs) um, this was probably months after John Lennon, who was Keith Richards' friend, got murdered in front of his goddamn house. uh, Yeah, apartment, the, the, the Dakota. And this guy just goes on stage. He's just happy. He's jumping with with Mick Jagger and he's having a good time and Keith Richards ain't having it with a cigarette in his mouth Keith takes his telecaster off and starts winding it he's giving a death threat he's giving a Rachel looking at me 98% of the time look (laughs) towards this kid like don't come here and he's winding the son of a bitch is winding up and the kid was dumb enough to run towards Keith Keith cracks this son of a bitch on his coconut uh, and yeah with a goddamn telecaster just bam it's unbelievable I don't think anything happened to Keith because, like, yeah, yeah, you just killed. People my were friend. killing rock stars, right? Who yeah, knows? Wow. You went on their stage. I was just about to say, just just about to say, when I was wrapping this up, I I expected you to go harder on me, but you didn't. But then you uh, brought it back, so you can't take the stripes off a tiger. Right? <laughs> yeah, am I not gonna fuck with this? For this episode? Yep. You can't take the stripes. Kid, off you can't. Oh, what fun! As you would say, what a treat! What a fucking treat! Thanks for coming. Thank, thank you for you, having thank me. Thank you for coming. Give us all your Instagram. All the our James Mattern. The James Mattern on Instagram. I have a podcast with Shuli uh, called "Thanks for Coming Out," a podcast about bombing. We tell bomb stories, but uh, the top of the pops, please. You didn't tell us any of your bomb dating stories, but that's fine. We talked about yeah, other. We things. talked about enough. We today. had a fun fucking show. <laughs> June third is the check spot exclusively on YouTube, unless someone makes a backdoor offer in the next week or two. But whatever, June 3rd, and then June 2nd, we will be celebrating. I will be screening it, um, 10.30 show. We're finalizing the lineup at New York Comedy Club East, uh, fourth location. The all I can guarantee this, Night Cream, Greg Stone's musical act is closing it out, and we're doing a screening. It's a 40-minute special, and then we're going to drink all night. Yamanika Saunders, I believe, is confirmed. We're going to have a fun nice. fucking show. Nice. I'm going to host. We're going to have some laughs. And at midnight, it will be on YouTube if you can't make it, but we're going to screen it at a comedy club. I'll be there. Where it's recorded. It's fucking cool. Rachel's in it. I'm, I'm expecting her to wear a gown that <laughs> night. This is <laughs> the only premiere that she's it. ever going to, to be at that she's in. <laughs> It'll be great. Uh, well, amazing. Thanks. I hope you show up in a robe. Uh, maybe I'll wear a kimono at my thing. Fuck it. One of my best friends is going to be there in Who town. Who knew you were an influencer, huh? I'll wear, I, I would love to. I just bought a, a vest. I was going to wear like a vest because in the summer you just can't wear. I mean, my blazer game is nice. And I'm going to wear these short sleeves over shirts. But I think I got a vest, like a denim vest that make me look like I'm in the Warriors. But maybe a fucking kimono that night. Uh, we shall see. Look at this chest hair. We'll be waiting with bated breath to see what you have. All right, all right. Well, that's there. exciting. Uh, I can't wait for that. And uh, thank you all for listening. See we you out. Next week. Do you have crazy stories? We want to hear them. You can either let us know at IG, on our IG page. <laughs> you can hit us on our fucking... <laughs> see? So hit us up on our IG page, The Dating App Disasters, or 
on dating app disasters podcast at gmail.com. That's just some old nasty shit. Y'all know what y'all like to hear. <laughs>